I think a lot of people are under the assumption that all the grips weigh the same. So, like, if you get a mid-size grip, it's going to still weigh 50 grams, but that's just not the case. This is the Fitting Room Podcast with your hosts, Nate Adelman and AJ Volpel. Yes, indeed. Welcome to the Fitting Room Podcast. I'm your host, Nate Adelman. AJ is off on assignment today. So, we have... Uh, some would say the next best thing, others would say a better thing, and that is radio hero Dave Yodi Nevs Neville in the house. Good to be with you. Amanda has promised me she's gonna give me uh, an, an intro read. I just we probably should have an alternate intro, an alternate intro that includes yeah. you because you're really becoming a regular. It's like the when the band tours and like the CD has you know just the five people, but there's always the six guys always there. Yeah, a little. it's probably time. Let's do it. Uh, well, today is a cool episode. Um, I guess before we get to that, this you are listening to The Fitting Room. It's part of the Callaway Podcast Network. Tons of great other podcasts that you can find at callawaygolf.com slash podcast. Check that out. But today, The Fitting Room, as always, we're talking about fitting. And today's a cool topic. And this topic, actually, fun fact, was a special request from one of our listeners, avid fan. This one came from avid listener, Jim Flannery. Shout out to Jim. And, uh, we've said on previous episodes, if there's, if there's something you'd like us to cover and go deep on, please drop us a line, Twitter, uh, email, Callaway community text message. If you're so privileged to have Dave, ne- Dave Neville's <laughs> phone number, would you like to give that out? Dave? No, we're not going to do that. Okay. Uh, but this, this request was to talk about grips and, the thing with grips is it seems like a simple thing. Uh, sometimes when you buy clubs, you don't really think about what grips on it. Then maybe you want to change your grip, but there is a lot going on with grips and a lot to consider with grips. And Dave, I know that you know a lot about grips and I fancy myself to know a lot about grips, but I thought for this episode, don't take our word for it. We wanted to bring in an expert, the grip guru, the grip guru. So we have on the line joining us for this episode is Ben Huff, our friend from Golf Pride. The leader in hey guys. golf grips. Hi, Ben. How are you, buddy? Ben, thank you so much. Excellent. Thanks for, for having me on the show. Yeah, thank you so much for joining us and helping us break down the topic of grips, which I think by the end of this episode, I believe our listeners will have a much greater appreciation for all that goes into grips and all that the thought that they should put into what grip goes on their club. So here's what I'm thinking, guys, and you can you can tell me what you think. I think we should spend a little time breaking down all of the different variables and factors that go into a grip, and then we will wrap up the show with the actual fitting process of how should you go about figuring out what grip is right for you. Yeah, I think that's a great idea because there's so much more to grips than, than people know, and there's a lot of misinformation out there. And we want to get people fit because it is the fitting room podcast, but you got to understand a little bit about, about the grips. Right. First. So let's start with the variables in a grip. So Ben, I'm going to throw it over to you. Talk to us about all the different variables, factors that a golfer should consider or that you guys consider when designing and creating the line of grips. Yeah, I think uh, Nate, First, taking a step back on everything, I think you'd agree with this one that, you know, all good fitters are are really going to do a full club assessment when they're going through a fitting, meaning that they're going to look at the head shaft and grip and and why it's so important is that, you know, you guys have spoke about it in the past, but it's truly your only connection to the club out there and a very personal one at that. So like Dave says, we we put a lot of thought into the design out there. Really, the, the key attributes that we're looking at are weight, 
material, whether it's soft or firm, texture pattern on there, and then the insertion of various technologies out there, whether it be Align technology or BCT or you know multi-materials on there. One of the latest trends right now for us is really looking at the profile of grips too, and that means how much taper is on the on the grip there, allowing you to kind of hold the grip and, and release the power the right way. So. Those would be kind of the key attributes that we're looking throughout uh, the design process. Let's let's dig into this. I mean, this is the fitting yeah. room. Let's let's go deep here, uh, Ben. Let's start with weight. Just tell the listeners how much does a normal grip weigh? Is there a normal uh, weight, and how do you adjust for things like uh, swing weight? Yeah, good question on that, Dave. Uh, most of our grips hang right around fifty grams. So on a on a standard set of Callaway clubs, uh, using a Tor Velvet as an example. You're going to be right at 50 grams there. What we do is we range from anywhere from 25 up to about 65, 70 grams when you get up into the midsize and jumbo grip. So a wide range of, of different weights, depending on what club we're, we're trying to work with you guys on and, and reach that optimum swing weight out there of, you know, kind of that D0, D2. So for those of you who are watching the video podcast of this episode, because we are on video. Available on YouTube. Available on YouTube. I am holding up a the, the grips that um, Ben mentioned. So Golf Pride Tour Velvet. This is probably one of the most classic grips uh, out there. Um, it's been a standard on tour for just about forever. And then a heavier grip like a midsize with a little less taper. So it's a little fatter here where you'd hold your bottom hand. That's going to be a little bit heavier. And you can get, uh, you know, like a midsize plus four. So... Uh, a grip that's larger pl- plus a bigger right hand, almost a jumbo size right hand, that can be close to 70 grams. And that's going to add or that's going to take away at least a full swing weight point relative to uh, a lighter, you know, 50 gram grip. So that's one of the biggest things when you're thinking, oh, this grip feels good. Let's throw it on my existing set of clubs. So, I mean, you might want to get them swing weighted. Swing there. weight is going to be affected for some people that maybe doesn't matter as much, but for some people who are sensitive to swing weight or maybe like, Hey, this is weird. My clubs just feel kind of different. Um, that could be a reason why. I think a lot of people under the assumption that all the grips weigh the same. So like if you get a mid mid size grip, it's going to still weigh 50 grams, but that's just not the case. Let's, let's talk a little bit about the material, Ben, um, and what kind of trends you're, you're seeing in there. So obviously you have these different multi-compound, you have the, the rubber grip, talk about cord and what that does. What are the different materials that go into the grip? Yeah, we do a lot of different designs out there. Like you mentioned, our multi-compound grip is the most popular family out there that we offer. And it basically blends two different materials together with the, the upper hand having that cord material. And, and what that's going to do, whether it's just in the top hand or a full cord grip, is, is help move that moisture off of, your, off of the surface of the grip there and allow you to have kind of a secure gripping surface. So that's, that's where we work in the different materials. And you know, then you look towards the bottom hand on a multi-compound where it's a little bit softer, and we can vary the, the durometer or softness of rubber across the variety of grips there, whether you want a firmer grip like the Z-cord grip or a CP2 grip, which is the softest grip when we make. So depending on the material that we work with, you're going to get a, a different sensation or feel of that gripping surface. So you hear a lot about, um, you know, 58 round, 60 round, like what are, what are we referring to when, when people are throwing out numbers like that? Yeah, another good question and uh, causing some confusion out there. But you, what we're talking about when you hear a 580 or 600 cores is really referring to the inner diameter of the grip. 
certain grips are designed to match up with certain shaft sizes out there, but even those can vary, especially on the graphite side. But that's why you want to work with, you know, a certain fitter to build up those grip combinations and make sure that you've got the right size core grip matching up with the right size shaft combination there. Now, so for a good example, a 580 and a 600, a 580 is going to play a little bit larger. It's almost like adding two wraps of tapes for the listeners out there. Now, throughout the set of clubs, you know, a wedge, which is cut much shorter, uh, you, you may find that the, the diameter of the butt end of the wedge shaft is skinnier than, let's say, your driver shaft or even some in some instances your three-iron shaft. Would you recommend changing from a uh, 580 to a 600 as the set gets longer or would you recommend using tape to adjust for the variability of the shaft diameter underneath the grip yeah good question and, and when we're looking at the core diameters it's best to keep a consistent grip profile so if you're going to use a 600 or a 580 use that across the set there because it is going to play differently when you start to uh, change the cores and, and the amount of rubber in the grip there. So it's best to uh, make the adjustments with using tape. Uh, and then this trend about a taper and different types of, of, of taper, I think there's still a lot of golfers that aren't really familiar with what's going on there. So explain this concept uh, like what you have with the plus four um, or some of the other grips. What's the advantages, disadvantages of that? Yeah, Plus Four technology is something that uh, we've launched uh, two, three years ago in a variety of different models out there, but it's uh, quickly become our most popular seller out there. And, and what that does is we're trying to get people into a confident, a, a confident gripping situation where they're releasing the tension in their hand. They've got a good gripping surface. And when what we've found is with that bottom hand being built up a little bit more, people's hands can rel relax a little bit more. They can release the power a little bit better. And it also gives us a chance to take a little bit of the taper out there where, you know, it was a common buildup on tour where guys were adding wraps of tape, whether that be two or four wraps. And we landed on four wraps for designs like the CP2 or MCC plus four or the new tour velvet plus four. So a lot of different combinations out there to use that technology. So out on tour, uh, were, were certain golfers putting wraps just under say the right hand, if they're a right-handed golfer or were they doing it all, all across uh, the grip? underneath it so to say. yeah that's that's exactly where a lot of our designs come from is, is straight off the tour vans and what's popular out there you know at golf pride we you know have a, a tremendous presence on tour about 80 to 85 percent of, of guys on the pga tour use our products so that's our sounding board out there so a common buildup would be to use one wrap of double-sided tape and then add an extra wrap or two on the bottom hand to take a little bit of that taper out of the bottom there so that's where a lot of our, our you know, recent designs have come from on, on building up those tape combinations and making it a little bit easier for fitters to just put that grip straight on without the buildup. Now, we've covered a lot of uh, some of the more, I'd say, less popular uh, or less known uh, areas of, of a grip, but one of the things I think is, is worth discussing is simply the size, the diameter. So there's undersized, there's standard, there's midsize, there's jumbo, you can bridge the gap with those, like with like Ben was saying, with some tape. But Ben, talk to us about trends you're seeing on size. Is is standard still the way most people are going, or or has that become a little more bespoke? Yeah, I think grips have. Uh, there's there's been a long evolution over the past five to ten years, where it used to be kind of sold like bulk nails out there, where you could have 
you know, a lot of bins, but everything was pretty much standard. You could have any color as long as it was black. But right now we've seen just a tremendous trend in the growth of other size models out there. Over 50% of actually what we sell on the retail side of our business is non-standard, meaning undersize, midsize, and jumbo. So when people are exposed to those options out there, they're seeing that, you know, a midsize or jumbo grip is something that is working for them and helping them play better golf. So Yes, definitely something that we want to stress when you're looking at uh, going through grip fitting is, is making sure that size is dialed in. Now, is size going to be just uh, a, a reflection on your hand size, or is there other factors golfers should consider when choosing a, a size of their grip? Yeah, I think that's a good question. And, uh, you know, thinking back to a, a prior episode uh, that you talked about on three woods there. You know, when you're when you're selecting a club like a three wood, you're very intentional about the design. Are you are putting that in your bag? Are you more of an aggressive player where you know you're trying to hit it off the deck more? Are you a player that is is looking to hit it off the tee? And I would approach grips the same way. When you're looking for grip technology and grip size, you want to be understanding what you're trying to do with that grip. A smaller grip will help you release the club a little bit more but we want to get you into the right size combination that, that helps you have a, a good gripping surface and then also um, be able to release that club. Let's talk about uh, this uh, idea of the ribbed uh, grip. So that was popular for a while, then it kind of went away. Now you've got this new technology, this Align technology. How is that different, and, and what is the purpose of, of having a ribbed grip um, I'm going to hold up this beautiful align box here as well. So hopefully we can get that flip, on camera. Flip, flip it. That, yeah. Oh yeah. It's upside down. Go. Here we go. All right. Tell us about uh ribbed grips and, and what this aligns about, um, Ben. Yeah, that, uh, that goes back to our tour conversations. About a third of tour players were actually using a, a ribbed model by golf pride out there. So we thought there was, there's a way to really expand this and get, you know, some visible technology into the design. So our line technology is, is a raised ridge on the back of the grip, and it, it allows you to have consistent hand placement on there. So I think you guys are, um, are big on challenges. So uh, I'd actually Ooh, like to I hear a, a challenge, challenge coming. Uh, and a line challenge. Line OJ's challenge. not there, but uh, I'd, uh, I'd like to send it your way. And, and with an align grip, the best way to take on that align challenge is to grab a grip. I know in the past here that, uh, Dave, you've talked about, Epic Forge and the Tour Velvet Alliance, so that'd yes. be the easiest place to start. So grabbing a club like that or even a, a flash driver with MCC Align on there, just taking it in one hand and then closing your eyes and putting that second hand on the club there and trying to feel that grip. And I'm confident that you'll be able to get your hands on there consistently every single time. And that's the best demonstration of the technology out there is it guides you into the right hand placement every single time on the grip. The challenge has been issued. Even with our eyes closed. Eyes closed. Club face alignment challenge. Should we make AJ do this one too? Uh, we, we should, but we, we got to do it and report back because that's kind of the new feature of the Fitting Room yes. Podcast. People can issue challenges to each other. Yes. You can have callers or people uh, contribute and, and throw out a challenge, and then we report back on the following episode. Next week is uh, the Seven Wood Challenge from oh, AJ. Oh, yeah. So oh yeah, seven wood back. versus um, Four hybrid. hybrid. Yeah, yes. so yeah. that will be what we cover next on the next episode once AJ's back. Um, ben, one question I want to ask you, and then we'll get into 
you know, a, a golfer, I'd say two fitting scenarios. The first is you're getting new clubs. How should I fit myself for grips? The second would be, I have a set of irons. The grips are worn out. What, what would the process be for that? Before we get there, I want to, uh, talk, you know, uh, golf pride is, um, the number one grip on tour has been for a long time. Can you share with us just some of the latest trends that you guys are seeing on tour? Uh, and maybe, uh, if, if any of that stuff is how that filters into the, like next year's designs or, or into the design process of grips. Yeah. Good question on that one. Um, like you said, we are the leader on tour. We kind of hang in the low 80%. So every week that you're watching tour event out there, eight to nine out of 10 guys uh, are going to be using a golf pride grip. And the most popular grip family out on tour is going to be that tour velvet model, uh, whether it be a tour velvet, tour velvet BCT or full cord option or a tour velvet align. And that's what we've noticed. There's, there's been a trend in a handful of guys has shifted over to that Align technology out there. And, and it's exciting to develop a product and then see it not only get on tour, but into the winner circle, which we did have with not only tour velvet Align, but MCC Align last year. So it's uh, it's a nice process of, of seeing those trends out there. Is it safe to say that uh, golf pride has more majors than any other uh, golf equipment brand? Wow. I don't know yeah, if that's I, unsubstantiated, but wow. Yeah, I think it's it's definitely up there. Uh, friends at True Temper, uh, probably mm. closer. I think the, the winningest combination on tour has got to be a dynamic old with the tour velvet. And uh, I know we're, we're both working hard to, uh, to keep it that way. Let's talk about uh, durability of, of the grips. Um, people ask us all the time, when do I know that I need to change out my grips? How often should I be changing out? Uh, the grips. Do you have some kind of baseline there? Yeah, our reference is that, you know, once a season is the recommendation out there. Most people are getting through enough rounds each season that we want you to start with a fresh set of grips out there. But a little bit of tour information kind of behind the scenes that on tour, you think everybody's under contract, um, you know, getting free product out there that they'd be changing their grips every single week to fresh grips. And it's actually not the case out there. There are a handful of guys that that like fresh grips every few weeks, but there's also multiple guys that are keeping grips on for an entire season out there. So it does come down to a little bit of personal preference, but our recommendation is anytime you've got a new grip on there, it's going to perform its best and allow you to have that good gripping surface and, you know, play your best golf. If I change my grip on, let's say one of my wedges, do I, should I be changing it on all of them? You know, let, let's say I use my, my sand wedge more than the, the other two or three wedges. So that one wears out faster. When I replace that sandwich grip, should I be replacing the others or only when they're worn out? Yeah, it's okay to change one at a time here, and that would be one of my recommendations for your, your second question on the user coming up here. But uh, most of the time you're looking for a consistent feel across all the clubs there. Um, the next best thing I think would be to switch in all your wedges at one time. So if you've got your 58, 54, and 50 all in the bag, maybe knocking out those three so that you've got a consistent feel when – when you're working around the greens. Well, Ben, you know what uh, Nate does? He doesn't actually change out his grips. He just changed out the whole set of irons. You know, he just does that. Yeah. You know, it's recommended every season. So he's just going to change the entire when, set of irons two to three times a year. When the wedge, when the, when the grip wears out, it's time for new, it, new clubs. It's time for new clubs. We're probably <laughs> launching something. And uh, so Nate puts it in the bag. I'm less of a, 
club switcher, I think, than than you. That you know, <laughs> I'm required You're in my required position. To, yes. I'm required to try all these. That's true. It's trying. We're in a trial period. All right. Let's shift gears. Uh, and this, I guess, would be more relevant for Dave, who does switch clubs a lot. I'm getting a new set of clubs. I'm going in. I'm getting a fitting uh, for the season. And the fitter says, all right, what grips? Or did you have a grip in mind? What grips do you want? Walk us through that process of the best way. You know, let's just say we'll we'll just pick out some some clubs here. Let's say a golfer's getting fit for Apex Irons, Epic Flash Woods, and MD4 wedges. Um, so that part is it's decided. We've decided the shafts. We've decided the flex. We've decided uh, loft lie. All that stuff. The last element is grips. T- talk us through what what should happen next. Yeah, so at the end of that fitting, uh, what we've done is created a grip fitting kit that allows fitters to work through that process right there. So what we're trying to do is really understand the technology, size, and cosmetic so we can walk that player through the right grip decision at the end of end of the fitting there. And it's a common question that we get at Ask Golf Pride is that, you know, is there a better driver grip? Is there a better wedge grip out there? And we continue to say that the best combination is to have the same grip across all clubs in your bag there. You want your seven iron to feel like your wedge, just like your driver, have that confident feel every time you pull a club out of the bag there. But what we've done with that fitting kit is, is given a resource to all the fitters out there to walk through again, the technology size and cosmetic out there. So like we talked about going through the material and the profile, of the grip and matching that up to what your goals are, you know, also getting you sized correctly. So in the past, it was referenced in a catalog or on a phone, or you might have an idea. But with our fitting kit out there, you can actually hand someone a grip in your hands, feel the difference between a standard and a midsize, and also get into certain things and nuances like the cosmetics of the grip. And it also works as a good resource in that you can just easily point out the grip that you want. You might know that that grip model right there, but maybe not the name. That's the one I want. Certainly helps a fitter work through that, that final step of the fitting. And Dave, I think I, I just held up the fitting kit. If for those of you watching on the video, that was the fitting kit. Um, in this fitting kit, Dave, I believe is your gamer and my gamer. So I'll throw this to you, so you can hold it. You know, it's nice to hold a grip while podcasting. Yeah, I, nice. I'm gonna admit that I'm guilty and that I have multiple types of grips Uh-oh. in in my set. And there's a reason for this. There's a reason for this. Um, because, for example, on the driver, I have the MCC uh, Align Green, which is the, the stock grip for the Epic Flash driver. And, and then I have the Epic Forge Irons with the Tor Velvet Align. But I want to try all of them because mm. people ask about it. So um, it, it's, it's kind of a mix in my bag. But after hearing Ben today, I'm going straight to see Leo and Ramon. Yeah. And I'm going to get the up. entire set. And they're all going to be the same. So I have the well, same feel across the board. I think it's okay. Ben, correct me if I'm wrong here. If you've got Align Green, and the line silver i think that's okay because in the eyes closed test you won't be able to feel the color well one no one is a tour velvet align oh, and the other okay, is the mcc it. align so they do got have kind of a different it. feel i personally am gaming the tour velvet midsize it's uh not the most adventurous grip i've gone i've tried many many grips and i seem to have come back to this one it's 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 a good op- good option Interesting. Yeah, you you actually tried the plus four for a while. I've so. played plus mm-hmm. fours for a while. I've played the multi compounds for a while. The consistent part is midsize. I've got you know fairly large hands. Uh, but let's talk about uh, a set of clubs. You know, I I have I, last season I got fit for new clubs. They're working great. I love them. I've played sixty rounds last year. 
my grips, I was out in the garage. The clubs were in the garage all winter. Now they're, you know, a little hard, not quite as soft anymore. Time for new grips for the new season. How should my approach for replacing my grips vary from the approach of, of purchasing new grip or when it's on a new set of clubs? And uh, the stipulation is when you order a new set of clubs, the, man, the, the factory will build them to the specifications to be appropriately swing weighted for whatever grips you, you, you put on the clubs. But when you have a set of clubs that's already built, the options are a little bit different. So, Ben, talk me through how you would recommend me going through that process. Yeah, totally different scenario to the first one there, like we said. So, you know, you're kicking off the season, ready to dust the clubs off, but looking for some new grips out there. And it's a common question that we get, and our recommendation is that if you're uncertain, you walk into retail and you see, you know, 30 different golf pride options out there, but you're not exactly sure which one, you want to try something new, or, you know, maybe you were thinking a lot about, you know, listening to the Fitting Room podcast, hearing more about mid-sized grips, trying to give another option to try that we like to say it's easy to test on one club. Just do a one club test out there, pull out your wedge, or if you don't want to mess with your gamer bag, pull out an old iron uh, from your previous set and just put it on one club. That way you can try and get it dialed in in terms of the tape buildup, the model and the size that you want before pulling the trigger on all 13 clubs out there. So that would be our recommendation on getting into that process of regripping. Are you a proponent of the do-it-yourself replacing the grips, or do you think you should take it to like an authorized golf pride retailer or, uh, you know, uh, your local country club or repair shop? Yeah, both are fine. There's uh, great ways to get golf pride grips out there. And uh, we've got a huge portion of our consumers that do uh, do it yourself work out there. But the best way to get authentic golf pride grips is, is through those authorized retailers out there. They do quality work. And then you can build that relationship where, you're, uh, you're testing out different models. If there's something they don't care, you can special order it as well. But uh, definitely uh, support both methods. Out. Dave, are you a DIYer? I'm not a DIYer. No. no, you know that. Your boy is a DIYer. Yeah, I know you are. Uh, you I'm, just got a new bench that you, you, fact, you might be able to. In fact, do I am your working. Grips. This will be a future fitting room podcast. I am working on the home garage tinkering setup. <laughs> so, all the essentials, swing weight. Loft lie machine and regripping station. Those are like the three the essentials you yep. need uh, in in any good club building shop. More on that to come. That's going to be an that's exciting, a future episode. That's, that's going to be an exciting be day. Yeah. Hopefully, you can come see it uh, in progress as it's being developed. I would love to do that. Maybe we should put a GoPro in there and uh, Ooh, follow and that. Time lapse, you know? time yes. lapse it. Uh, th- that day will come, but I think. Our time is up here. Uh, I, I learned a lot. We covered a lot. Wow. I, I learned a lot. Um, and Ben, thank you so much for joining us and sharing us some of, of, of your insight and your knowledge. Ben brought the heat today. Ben dropped a lot of knowledge bombs about grips today. We appreciate having you on, Ben. Thank you, guys. Appreciate so, it. Uh, don't forget to tune in to The Fitting Room Live on Sirius XM PGA Tour Radio every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Dave, you're going to be back in the booth joining me this Monday. And we have a special guest, right? Uh, we do have a special guest. Should we say what the special guest is? Yeah, we need I to. think we say a special guest. Special guest is uh, Callaway Chief Marketing Officer Harry Arnett. A short-timer Harry Arnett. He He'll will be there. He will be joining us. We'll be going through his bag, his clubs, his setup. He's got unique approaches to the way he sets up his clubs. 
Um, so we'll talk about that. And we'll take questions, right? Any qu people with questions to have for Harry, right? Or questions their own game. for Harry, questions about your equipment, mm -hmm. questions about your game. That's the best place to get them answered. Um, you can always ask your questions at callawaygolf.com slash community, and those will get answered. Or you can hit us up on Twitter. Dave's cell phone's always a good option. DeanFCG on Twitter. And I'm uh, NatalmanCG on Twitter. Uh, make sure to check out uh, The Ship Show, which is also part of the Callaway Podcast Network, and some of the other uh, excellent podcasts on the network, Girls in Golf being one of them. And then finally, the last plug of the day, uh, Golf Lives Home Course, new oh. episode. Check it out. Uh, amazing stuff. Golf has so many deep stories um, that span well beyond what you shot uh, this weekend. And so that's uh, really important that we share some of those stories as well. So you've done it. You have invested 40 minutes of your time listening to The Fitting Room. We are grateful for that. Uh, listen, check us again next week. AJ will be back. New episode of The Fitting Room Podcast. And we will talk to you soon. <laughs>